you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table, because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen, and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hi there. Welcome back to the Her Portion Podcast. I have really enjoyed hearing the testimonies of salvation this month from Hannah, Jackie, and Courtney. And I am excited to share my story because, of course, we all have a story about how we came to know the Lord. Um, And if you don't have that story yet, if you have not accepted Him as Savior, I pray that you would listen and just hear the message of the gospel and make that decision for yourself. So I'm going to jump right in here and and begin my testimony with, um, I would say I was raised in a Christian home. That's what people would say about how I was raised. We went to church every Sunday morning. We lived out in the country. So um, driving, it took us about 30 to 40 minutes to get to town. So that just wasn't something that was going to happen multiple times in the week. Um, and so we went on Sunday mornings. And I remember um, one Sunday morning, that I followed my brother down the aisle during invitation. And I don't really remember feeling convicted or or knowing why I walked down the aisle other than my brother did. So I did too. I'm the last of five kids. So um, I do remember that once I got there, I prayed with the pastor's wife. She showed me orange highlighted verses and I made a profession of faith. So... Fast forward several years, it was um, when I was in middle school, seventh grade, my parents had to sell their farm, and we moved closer to town. And at that same time, there was a new fiery pastor. (laughs) Um, And so my parents really, um, that's when they really started walking more closely with the Lord. Because before that time, I would say this, we, we, went to church on Sundays, but I don't remember a lot of biblically biblical training going on at home. We had a lot of high standards and moral standards for how we were expected to live, but I never really was taught the why behind those things. And so when the new pastor came in middle school, my parents started going to church every time the doors were open. My dad started helping on the bus ministry. And I remember I started to see my mom reading her Bible. I'd never seen either one of them doing that. I would see my dad read the Bible occasionally as well. Um, So it was just something that there was a change and it was a good change at that time in my life because of course I was entering into, you know, the teenage years where you could get into a lot of trouble if you didn't have some direction. So it was good for me to be involved in the youth group there at church and um, what took place though was that as I began sitting under the preaching of God's word multiple times a week, which Um, was at least four times, you know, Sunday school, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And then if there was any revivals or special services, now we were going to those as well. Um, I began to be convicted about the need to be saved. And I really struggled with that because I had this memory of the orange highlighted verses. Um, And really, that's all I remembered. And so I also um, was, I guess, a good kid. So I didn't 
I didn't get into a lot of trouble. I didn't do the things that other kids were doing. I was, I was trying to live like I was saved. Um, if you've read my testimony or heard my testimony at all, um, I have not, I was not able to really develop a good habit with the Lord as far as Bible study and prayer time. That was something I always struggled with. So the struggle went on for several years between the Lord and I, as far as being convicted and feeling like I needed to get saved and then trying to convince myself that I was saved. Um, I sought help sometimes, and this is one thing that I would just caution you if you're dealing with someone who's struggling with their salvation, I would reach out for help sometimes and would um, be assured of my salvation, things like, well, you know, you're a good kid. If anyone's saved, you're saved, um, which it, it was a way that would pacify me and make me feel better for a while to rely on what they were saying rather than to continue to seek the Lord about um, the conviction I was feeling. And so I really struggled for some time, and it was it was not until the summer before my senior year of high school um, that I was at Silver State Baptist Youth Camp that holds a special place in my heart and um, heard a message about hell, and I knew without a doubt I was headed there. Um, and so I accepted Christ as my Savior that night. I, I recognized that it was my sin that put Jesus on the cross. I think up to that point, I was relying a lot on thinking I was I was being a good kid. I was, you know, in church. I was doing the right things. And I, I had that memory of the orange highlighted verses when in reality, I didn't have any memory of conviction or being even, you know, having, feeling a need to be saved at that time. And so I accepted Christ as my savior that day. And I'm just so thankful that the Lord didn't give up on me. He kept pursuing me (laughs) in my stubbornness. And so I'm very thankful that he kept pursuing me and gave me the opportunity to be saved. Now, um, Once that took place, I would say my testimony is a little similar to Courtney's because she talked about how there wasn't a huge change in her life. Her her reason being she didn't really know what to do and she wasn't necessarily being discipled or plugged into a Bible-believing church. But for me, I had been living like I was saved or trying to live like I was saved. So um, I kind of those bad habits I had created trying to start... reading my Bible, studying my Bible, prayer time, those continued. Um, The difference being this time I had the power of the Holy Spirit within me and um, I just didn't know necessarily what to do with that or how how to use that to help me in my daily walk with Him. And so I had some growing to do after that point of salvation. And many of you know my testimony about really I didn't have victory in that area of my life as far as um, growing in a personal walk with him until I was pregnant with Chaz. Um, I really became concerned at that time that I was going to be responsible for raising this child, 
in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. At that time, Mark wasn't really walking with the Lord. So I was very concerned about that. And I began to just seek the Lord. And I started studying his word. And I would just pray every day that he would give me a love and a passion for his word. And as I continued to be faithful and continued to show up to study and prayed that prayer, of course, he answered that prayer for me. And I just love to be in his word and studying reading and growing now. Um, you know, I'm very passionate about spiritual growth. (laughs) So, um, I don't ever want to get stuck where I'm at. I want to continue to grow in my walk with the Lord. Um, but as you're listening to this, I, I just want to try and encourage you. I, I don't want my testimony to be a source of doubt for someone who has accepted Christ as their savior. I know, um, I've dealt with many teenagers over the years who they called upon the name of the Lord as a young child. And then as they got older, they began to have doubts. Um, and doubts can be the result of as, as we get older, we, we kind of lose that childlike faith a little bit. If you can kind of imagine the, the faith that a, a little, little girl might have that when she jumps, her dad's going to catch her and different things like that. It's a childlike faith. And the Bible tells us that's all that we need. But as we get older, we do kind of lose that and we start to analyze things. And so sometimes doubts come because we are trying to analyze what happened and did we do enough? Did we say the right words? Did we, did we mean it in our heart? Or if I'm saved, why am I still doing this? Why am I doing this particular sin? Um, all these things can cause us to doubt. What we need to remember in those situations is that Jesus did everything necessary to make us right with God. All we had to do was believe and accept that truth. That's it. Um, It doesn't rely on us. It doesn't rely on what the words that we said or any of that other stuff. It's all about him. And we can rest in that. Our salvation is not something we worked up. We can't do that. Um, And so really, we just had to repent, which is a change of mind, a turn, a turn to the Lord and believe on Jesus for salvation. And that's it. The Bible tells us in Romans 10, 9 and 10 and verse 13, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. There's no doubt there. Shalt, (laughs) shalt be saved for with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There's that word shall again. That's certain. There's no doubt that the Lord did what he promised to do. And so I would just try to encourage you with those words. But then if you do have a testimony like mine, where you didn't have an understanding about why you needed salvation um, at the time, and then you've began to rely on the things that you do as a way to earn your salvation, which is really what I was doing. I was relying on myself um, and all the things that I, I was doing rather than just turning to the Lord and accepting him as my savior. Um, then I would encourage you to take care of that and um, to accept Christ as your savior because you will have such peace. I can say that after the struggle that I had to admit my need for salvation, once I called upon the name of the Lord, I have had peace 
that has been settled for me. Um, and I have had peace about my eternal destination. I know that I will be in heaven with the Lord one day. And um, there really is no greater peace than that. So I do pray that this episode could be an encouragement to someone. I know I've been praying this month that the Lord would use these episodes about our salvation testimonies to just draw someone to him. Um, And if you have questions about about salvation and you need to reach out to one of us on the Her Portion podcast, we would love to answer those questions um, because truly our desire is just to see people get saved and grow in their walk with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you tune in next week. We'll be kicking off a new theme. Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.